up, everyone? Welcome back to our week nine uh, review of our podcast or our league. I know it's been a couple of weeks since we uh, we've done one, but we're back, and there's a lot of uh, a lot of new stuff going on in our league. Um, joining us this week, we got What's Steven. Up, What's up, Steven? We got Nick as always. What's, What's up, going James? on, Nick? How you doing? Not bad. And we got uh, Sola the. Disingenuous oh, lawyer at a Ramola. You know, if anyone wants some uh, blackmail, I got <laughs> a nice little uh, tidbit from him saying that he would commit a crime. So there's a million so different solas in the world. So I'm no sleeping on that. that to me. <laughs> Check them in Nigeria, Nick. You'll find them. What's up, Nick? What's his last what, name? Solas? Yeah, at a Ramola. Yeah. Middle oh, Middle name David. All right. So, um, I don't see that name anywhere recorded, so I'm not. Ooh, you know, I'll take you to court. I know a good lawyer, um, Christian Albano. He's know a few lawyers. So, <laughs> um, so guys, it's been a while. Um, in our in our podcast, a couple of weeks, a lot has changed. Uh, no more undefeated teams. I think that might have been in the last podcast we did, but you know, it's a little interesting right now. Um. Imran's leading the way still at 8-1. and one. Nick uh, got back CMC for about a God week. Damn. And uh, now he's back on the on the pine. But, you know, he's still sitting pretty at 6-3 and three at number two. Sola has a, had a nice little bounce back with his uh, running back coming back with, and Cook. And then Christian um, at 6-3. and three. And then a couple other top teams that were... were on top, kind of fell the last time we did a podcast, and Ola, and um, and I think uh, Banshee was on a nice little run when we last did our podcast. So things are things are changing up, but we have uh, we have a quarter, if you believe it a lot uh, or not, one quarter left in the season. So it's going to be crazy. Um, our money tracker has changed a bit. Uh, Im- uh, who's number one? I think that might. B A one Nicholas Santiago by point three. Yeah, man, wow. I actually thought I was gonna have it by a little bit more than <laughs> that. So I'm I'm looking at it right now, and I'm just like, damn, that's a little closer than I thought it'd be. But you know what? Hey, man, a lead's a lead. The season ended today. Like I take home points for so. That's true. Um, unless if I make a call to my stat correction no, 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 no. and uh, get something adjusted <laughs> stat, there. Stat, but... stat corrections for last week have occurred already. We're good. We've cleared the week. <laughs> We got Imran, um, you know, he's in his usual spot. But, you know, we'll dive a little bit deeper into this when we do our playoff predictions. But I, I don't anticipate Imran right now being uh, the top team for the money tracker. And then we have uh, Sola. Sola, you moved into that third spot. You've been hot over the last couple of weeks. Dalvin Cook has 40-point games um, since he came back. You uh, you you gonna make that run? You you think you're gonna overtake Nick? All I wanna say spot? is put some respect on my name. Y'all were talking crazy. I know we didn't have a podcast, so now I'm gonna get my shit off. Y'all were talking crazy the past two weeks before. I went off. Now I went off, and we back in it. So we'll see. I'm not gonna make no predictions, but okay. we'll see. All right. Um, and then number four, we got Chris. Uh, he has only a three-point lead, actually, over Banshee. Oh, it's actually really tight between four, five, and six with um, a difference of four points. So I think there's going to be a lot of movement in there. Um, 
you guys don't want to look on the bottom because um that's no that's not important you know i don't know who that person is but um yeah so that's uh it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be interesting i wonder who's gonna come away with it and i have no prediction either because as we see it's been really volatile but um guys let's jump in we have a lot to talk about let's do it since the last time we done our podcast trade that we didn't get to discuss it actually happened i think the next day steven and matt Lowe did a brotherly trade uh we won't get into that too much but that was a big trade for both sides um the biggest highlight there is steven got maybe two minutes of obj <laughs> out of that trade even i think two minutes might be too much actually that that was the first drive of the game yeah, right like so maybe like 30 drive, seconds, he got but... hurt like limped off never saw him again did, yeah. did you start That's Odell right. that week? I did, yeah. <laughs> I forgot I, I, who I forgot who he was playing. I think it might have been the Bengals. It was just like such a good matchup. It was. Uh, yeah, it was. So I would, it was the Bengals. I would like to also say to quote Stephen after OBJ went down, "My team's in a great spot. Don't worry, <laughs> I'm good." <laughs> no, I, I mean, I think you can quote oh. Stephen on that every every week. <laughs> <laughs> True. And that's yeah, after every trade. Yeah, pretty much. I got my guys. I'm good. But yeah, I mean, I was pretty fucking. I was bummed about that. But I think um, with Matt having Taylor, it still kind of helped me. I mean, he's he was facing a bunch of guys like in my division, which which was why like I kind of didn't mind like um, losing out on OBJ. If anything, that kind of still helped me. So, and I mean, my team's still fine. I, I mean, I made some big trades this week. I'm feeling good. I think I got a shot. I'm like right there at the eighth spot, so we'll see if I could just like hang in there. Yeah, a lot of people will have something else different to say about that eighth spot, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun ride for that eighth spot. But yeah, you mentioned you made a couple of trades. Let's let's jump into that. Um, the first trade was with Sola. Is is this like a part? Yeah, is this like a continuation to what you got? Were you guys just renting these players? Like, yeah, this, this is a part here? two, like, and then me and Steven's trades part three. Yeah, I also I, I traded with Christian too. It wasn't as big of a trade, but I think that was still interesting. But yeah, I mean, I went back to Sola. Yeah, I hit up Sola, and uh, yes, go ahead. So let's um let's mm-hmm. recap quickly here for everyone that may not remember on October second. A little bit more than a month ago, Story time. you traded Terry, Scary Terry, um, and Alexander Madison to Sola in return. And Mike Davis. Uh, for for Mike Davis. Oh, and Mike Davis. Sorry for Galladay and Stafford. Now we fast forward. You're trading back for Scary Terry. Um, trading back <laughs> for Mike Davis, and you're getting David Montgomery. In return, you're sending back Kenny Galladay with a better hamstring suit back to Sola, Darren Waller. Yeah, but a bad hit now. Um, <laughs> that's true. So you just you just uh, sw- switched injuries on uh, Galladay. I feel like I won Sola. there, right? Um, like got back David Montgomery. Tell us what what were you thinking? What what was your thought process in this? Why why? I was mean, Sola. What did you? Movie? I mean, no, you go you ahead. First. You go ahead first, Steven. I'm All right. Yeah. Sure. So I mean. I had my running back uh, position has obviously been funny. It's still funny. So I had to trade Ola for, for my boy Mike Davis. You know, I spent 150 on him, so I had to get him back, you know. 
And like, <laughs> I mean, it just, I had to make moves. I mean, really it all started with Kasiki and Logan Thomas being on waivers still. And so that really like drove like uh, me to really try to sell Waller. And I just felt like, you know, Gesicki was like balling like when Preston Williams was out last year. So I just figured, you know, I'll roll with Gesicki, try to get like some running backs because it just wasn't ha- like I rolled with like Harrison Dobbins for like two weeks straight. It was just not happening. So I was like kind of tired of that. So like I was like Solo was just his team is stacked. I mean, his team is stacked. So like I just felt like he was the best candidate to just make trades with. And Mike Davis, you know, I was I was pretty high on Mike Davis. I thought like he would get a couple more weeks. With uh, CMC a little bit banged up, maybe we'll get like one or two, but yeah, he's just like so involved in the passing game. He's just like such a great guy to have on your squad and just to start. So yeah, I mean, um, and with Galladay hurt, like I don't know, like Galladay hasn't been getting it done when he was healthy with Stafford, you know, like uh, not being banged up and everything. Now like he's hurt his hip, and Stafford's got like I don't know, somewhat of a concussion or something. So. With all these like injuries, I thought it was just time to sell Galladay. You know, and, like Hawkinson's kind of been like, you know, coming up a little bit and everything. So, you know, and I, I wanted I miss Terry. You know what I mean? I miss Terry. I had to like try to get Terry back. And like Terry's just been like a volume god. So like I just Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, whoa. man. You you shit on Terry. I did not shit on Terry. I never yes, shit on me, Terry. Yes. me and Steven me and Steven or sorry, me and James were telling you in the podcast after that trade. That we, like we were saying how upside and that me, scary I was, Terry had. I was in the podcast too. You were shitting on him, <laughs> me. I, yes, I don't think were. I really don't think I was shitting <laughs> on him for real. I I said that I said that Steven won the trade because I thought Galladay was gonna come back and be Galladay of last season. But obviously, like what Steven said is right. Like he has definitely been lackluster compared to his last season form. And Terry is just a target monster. So like volume receiver for that team because he's the only receiver on that team so yeah definitely definitely a good good move getting him back yeah i mean um i'm pretty excited about that like i feel like i didn't really lose anything if anything it was kind of an upgrade um but i mean galladay still had not to say like oh galladay isn't anything like he could totally just like ball out and catch like two touchdowns every game like i think that's within the realm of like possibilities for him but just um yeah just with his hip banged up you know, and I had issues with um, my other receiver. I don't know who he is. Oh, I mean, yeah, Julio's fine and everything. But yeah, I just, I just thought getting Terry back made a lot of sense. So with Waller being like the tight, like the overall like tight end one in the league right now, like I felt like it was pretty fair. You know, I mean, I think Solo's pretty happy with the trade also. Well, Solo, now's your time. Are you? <laughs> Well, obviously you're happy if you made the trade, but um, what uh, I mean, what was your thought yeah, process? I, I mean, I you... understand there's um some risk involved, probably more so on my end, but you know I think the reward could potentially be high, which is part of the reason why, um, you know I made the the deal. Um, you know Waller Waller is a tight end one, constant target, you know, target fiends, you know, um. Carl. Who's he replacing uh, as your tight end again? So it, it okay. So it's so not is, is yeah. Jonu on the block so now? you know it's it depends. So it's not like you know he's completely replacing uh, Jonu. Obviously, I'm going to start Waller most of the times, but you know sometimes I may see a good matchup and I would start um, Jonu. I mean, and 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I would think Waller's yeah, yeah. yeah, was yeah. much harder. Unless, you know, injury or whatever. I really don't see a reason to not start well, him. Any, anyone who's listening to this, yeah, both, both guys are on the block, you know. Hit me up if you need to. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll take them. You don't want to yeah. use Waller? No, I, I'll, I'll use both. But if it's to improve my team... I'll do what I need to. Yeah, know. I mean, I mean, my man Soul is starting JD McKissick as a second running back, so like you know he. That's actually not. That's not a bad. I I, I missed JD. Soul has picked up my. Soul has been picking up my scraps. <laughs> you had him on your team. I mean, like no. shit, man. I, yeah, I, I, I had, had a duel because, point this season. Uh, two weeks ago, I had every man known to man on on a buy along along with my ten injuries on my team, so I just had to make like it hurt. It hurt me making that cut, but. But that was the week I dropped like forty points, so I might as well just kept my team with, with buy players in, and I would <laughs> still scored probably the same amount of points. So yeah, I still would have had JD McKissin. Um, so to that Nick, I I think JD McKissin is a fine RB two, and I'm very jealous, and I have some hatred towards Sola for picking him back up. But um, yeah, I, I wouldn't. That's I, nothing to scoff at. I just I, think I, certain I think players are not starters. They're not running back ones for a reason, right? Like they're like on the actual football team, like on the depth chart, they're not the running back one for a reason. And like that's kind of like where he is. Like he's not that. He ne- he didn't take over Gibson's one spot for a reason. Like he's just not as good now. Doesn't mean he's not viable. Doesn't mean he's not like a decent play in fantasy. It's just that like the upside I don't really think is there. Like if he gets you 10 to 15, you're happy, right? Like you're happy. You're not upset. You're like, yeah, okay. Like, cool. That's my, that's my flex slash running back to play. That's fine. But I like to think you'd want to get a player in there that could go up and drop 25. So I do think you're, you're underestimating um, the the Alex Smith's um, impact on what this team will look like. Now, Kyle Allen, I'm not saying Kyle Allen was such a great quarterback, but, he please he plays different than Alex Smith. Alex Smith loves peppering running backs with targets, and it's it's helped. If you look at what he did uh, yesterday yeah, and what he did in the earlier starting uh, start, I mean, I think playing the one of the worst, actually the worst rush defense in the league. I mean, it's it's. I think he has a good outlook to have a, a solid game, and you know. It's just for like one week, then um. No, and 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 like I said, yeah. like it's a fine running back two flex play. You know, it's just not like I mean I don't know who you're replacing him with, um, you know, next week. But the thing is, is like so yeah, the Detroit is is one of the worst running back defenses, but that's against the run. Like all he gets all of his points on the catches. So yeah, Alex Smith does throw, but let's also not forget that Alex Smith, his last season in Kansas City before Mahomes took over, was balling out like downfield like bomb passes all game now yeah that's probably andy reed making the shot calls well, and you know ron rivera is not that type of player but obviously like he's not just a dink and duck passer so it's going to depend on how norv turner sees wait, to use wait him. But, um, but i think you're forgetting that alex smith has one leg now so let's not like i I, I don't like think, I don't think they would let him on the football field if they really thought that his leg had a chance of just collapsing or disintegrating at some point. I really think they would have to keep him off the field. So I think that the fact that he is on the field and he's over Haskins, who is a young quarterback and still potentially could do something in the league, shows that he is definitely well above healthy and definitely okay to play football. So well, I mean, I disagree there, but like, I mean, we're not we're not gonna go into into that. But I mean, my my thing was like I'm looking for obviously immediately Steven has the like the the most value in this trade but 
you know, I think down the stretch in the long run, if Mostert can get healthy and play, like that's, I think he's an upgrade to Montgomery, in my opinion. And uh, while Scary oh, Terry might be 100%. better than um, Galladay fantasy wise, I don't know how that will really look with Alex Smith now, to be honest. I'm a little worried about that. I'm worried about the hip thing with Galladay too, but if Galladay is, is good, then, I mean, I'm sure he'll be fine um, as a or wide receiver two, potential high upside, upside for a one. And then who was the other guy I got? Um, hey, yeah, you know, Waller, Waller, Waller speaks, most speaks than Galladay. He does. So, Sola, may I ask, who, what was, like, the crown jewel in this trade for you? What what kind of Waller. motivated you to get this deal done? Well, to be honest, Waller. Um, Jonu, while Jonu's really a really good player, they don't – they're a run-based offense. For some reason, um, Tannehill doesn't target him like he should. I mean, Jonu will get the potential one touchdown. So, I mean, he, his value will be there, but, you know – but that, other than that, you know, it's hard to to really start a player confidently who's catching the ball t- once or twice a game. Okay, yeah, I agree. I think, um, you know, you guys both have your reasons. This is this is a pretty, you know, fair trade for needs. Uh, Nick, what what's your take on this? And who's your winner, Nick? Well, I mean, look, trade? like Steven, Steven's fighting for that eighth spot, right? Like Sola. Solo's in the same position as me. We're both six and three. Like we're both looking like the playoffs are like almost a guarantee at this point, unless we both go zero and four in the next four weeks. But I really don't see that happening. Um, but so <laughs> yeah, well, we wouldn't half the league like to see me not even make the playoffs. That'd I be would. some shit. But so <laughs> <laughs> so I think that Stephen like so so Solo said it pretty correctly with saying he wins later on because he's right like Raheem Mostert like is is the running back in San Francisco when he's healthy um you know they do split they do have like a trio of backs and and it's not that he's going to be the clear-cut running back one but he is I think the best fantasy outlook for running back in that backfield the only issue that I could see with that is that Jimmy G's hurt Kittle's hurt like all these players are hurt. So like if Nick Mullins doesn't like show any capability at quarterback, everybody's just going to be sitting there like, let's just stack the box because they can't throw. And if they can throw, it's Nick Mullins throwing the ball to a hurt Debo Samuel or Ayuk. And like Ayuk is, is nice and he's, he's very talented, but I don't know if he's ready to be a wide receiver one on any team right now. I think he needs another year to really figure it all out. But, you know, he, he's shown flashes of being special. So we'll see what happens. Um, and you know, Steven fighting for that eighth spot, he wins the trade definitely right now. Like right now he wins the trade because he's getting players that are going to make an impact that have been making an impact all season. And he's going to try and push himself into the playoffs because if he doesn't make this trade, he can't wait for Mostert. Like he doesn't have that luxury to wait for Mostert to come back. So he definitely wins the trade up front, but based on how Mostert plays when he gets back and if Galladay stays healthy all season, by the end of the season, we'll talk about how Solo won the trade based on just those players coming back and playing at their level. All right, interesting. So you're, it's even uh, even for you, 
in the overall sense, short term, it's Steven. Long term, it's most likely yes. solar in your eyes. Okay. Um, I tend to agree. I think these, this trade was needed for for both. Uh, Steven wanted to do a shakeup. Um, his wins that he got in the past couple of weeks to get him to four and five, they were kind of really tight, low-scoring affairs. Um, I'm pretty sure he saw that that wasn't a sustainable path, and he did a shakeup. Um, I think Mostart is kind of the crown jewel in this trade for uh, potential for Sola. Um, you mentioned the trio. I'm not too worried about the trio uh, running back. They do use a lot um, of running backs, but Mostart is the main guy. And in that scheme with Shanahan, Shanahan, that's the most valuable scheme, I think, or one of the most valuable schemes for running backs fantasy-wise. Um, so I think if Mostart could be healthy, whew, um, that's a great you know, RB, RB2 with high RB1 upside. Waller's a plug-and-play tight end every day. Galladay has a potential. I'm not that – as you guys know, I've never been big on Stafford, um, but I, the, the numbers will always be solid. You don't ever have to worry about Galladay. And Steven, Steven gets Mike Davis for a week or two. Uh, oh, not anymore. RB1, RB2 um, territory. No, 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 for a week or two. We'll, 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 we'll get to that in the next trade. Well, no, no. I mean... Oh, oh, sorry. True. That's true. Yeah, I uh, forgot about that. Well, he got Scary Terry back. And the main thing, though, for Steven is he gets a reliable running back. You know, he's not the great. He's not great. Um, Chicago, I think that's another story for a different day. He needs to move on eventually because he's not the guy to take him over the top. But out of his running backs that he has at the current time um, of this trade, he's the most reliable guy that he could kind of rely on about 10 to 12 points a, a week. So I think it's a good trade for both. And now... Um, if anyone doesn't have, does anyone have any last uh, thoughts on that oh, before we move on to the next trade? Nope, send it. All right. Wait, wait, so, wait, go around. Did you say who you got one? Or... I didn't hear that. Sorry. Okay. I, I agreed in the, I agreed kind of with the consensus with Nick um, and kind of with you guys talking about. I think yeah. long term, this could be a long term play for you Absolutely. and you could be the long term winner based off of these guys. Um, and you're in the position. You're in the position to make that trade. You, you're sitting at six and three. You have some cushion to play around with. And, you know, you got – you made a splash. And I think that's a good move. So that's kind of my outlook. I, I don't think there's a clear-cut winner in this. Um, so next trade is Stephen Lowe, of course. You know, trade king. Uh, he trades with Nick. And this was a, this was an interesting trade. So, Nick, you got back three players for one. Um, I'll let Steven's been a little quiet uh, recently, so I'll let Steven start off. Steven, what was your thought process on this? Uh, you just got Mike Davis, um, a running back yeah. that you said you needed, um, and then you traded another running back for Yeah, no, so I was trying to get a little bit going on more out of Nick initially, right after I got Mike Davis. But I tried to trade for Zach Moss and get Zach Moss into the deal, but there's just didn't seem like it was going to happen. I mean, like, I mean, Nick kind of actually, oh, actually Nick reached out to me after I acquired Mike Davis. So that kind of, that's kind of what got trades going a little bit. And, um, and I don't know, initially I tried to get like Lamar Jackson from Nick for Mike Davis. Uh, was kind of get a little, little crazy and asking for some Zach Moss, you know, Zach Moss has been getting a lot of, a little bit more work. 
Yeah, please, please, please. No, I mean, Hold it on, wasn't for... Right there. Nick, what was your initial reaction? To what? Uh, my initial reaction to what? <laughs> Mike Davis. Well, well it, it was it was more than just that. It was, um, if I recall correctly, I'm not going to have to go back into the notes for this, I but I think it was... It. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it was it was actually Stafford and no, Galladay. It was... It was, oh, no, no, no. It, it was Stafford... <laughs> Stafford and Mike Davis for Lamar and Zach Moss. Uh, mind you, this was before the news came Oof. out that CMC could potentially come back week thir- uh, week eleven. So there was, yeah. I think, optimism for me thinking that hey, Mike Davis could be like let me let me let me, let me let me quote Stephen. Let me quote Stephen. Um, I only had to look at the messages to quote this one because I remember how ridiculous it sounded. He said, ah, "I think there's a possibility." That the three and six Panthers could sit CMC until the playoffs. Yeah, no, that was before. I also thought, what yeah, playoffs no, are they making? I did not think Steven? your record was they're, that they're, bad. They're the third best team in their division. They're the third best team in their division. Well, actually, they might even be worse than the Falcons. It's yet to be determined what's happening over there. But man, that that one threw me for a whirl. Like, because you had me looking up their record. You had me going to the thing, like going, like, yeah, damn, no, the I Panthers are gonna make the I playoffs this year. Like, I was. Too. But honestly, <laughs> again, I didn't even. Before that news came out about CMC's shoulder injury, I thought Mike Davis was going to be good for at least two or three weeks, and so that kind of made Mike Davis like you know really valuable. Like just on a week to week basis, he's like borderline RB one. I want to say just like he gets so many catches, and like I mean you could ask Sola about that. You know you've seen like Mike Davis pop off like twenty points, um, in any uh, you know in a couple of weeks. So like. I don't know. Just I, at the time, I thought for Lamar Jackson, and Lamar hasn't really been balling, you know. Like, yeah, so, no, he has. So, Stephen should be a salesman. The way he sell, sells his players, I swear to y'all. No, dude, he goes off in the DMs about his. I mean, <laughs> no, people are buying. No it. one's well, buying. I'm, I'm so buying. It. Successful people are buying it. Gives, you know just you're not buying I, it, but so buying it. So I'll say I'll, I'll say that you know Lamar has not been performing. But Steven is one of three to reach out to try and take Lamar for me in the last week. So uh, all right, spill it. I'll, I'll spill it. I'll spill one because it. it's my it's my rival of the season. Uh, Bansheep sent me a trade request. It's I don't know minion. if it was actually Bansheep. I don't I don't know if it was actually Bansheep. It was probably the minion. He wanted to do if I let me try and re- recall this correctly because it was just the trade offer. It wasn't like a message or nothing. It was Tannehill. And somebody yeah, yeah. else for Lamar well, and Zach Moss. Else, I'm I'm I'm, well, I'm pulling up I'm pulling up Bandage teams I can I can remember because I remember looking at it and it was what? it was not oh Philip Lindsay it was Philip Lindsay yeah. and Tanhill for yeah. Lamar and Zach Moss. No. Yeah, no, I was not. Dude, yeah. I've been sitting on Zach Moss all season waiting for him to take over. It's gonna take like a lot to, for you to convince me to give him up now. Like that man has been sitting on the bench so many weeks. Like I could have beat Sola if I started him the week I versed him. Like I had so many points on my bench against the, the week against Sola, and albeit like I'm I would saying. never let's, have let's played that. Like, no, no, no. I'm, that, I'm not trying to go into. It. I'm just saying, like, like, like Zach Boss has been sitting on my bench, vulturing touchdowns from the running back that I did start in Devin Singletary. That like for me to give him up, like it would hurt. It would hurt my soul. To see all those points I lost by him being on my bench, just go to another team now. Like it, so, it, it'd be hard for me to move Zach Moss. But 
Yes. Uh, Steven's initial trade offers were very, very ludicrous, but you know, I, I don't blame him, right? You start, you know, you always start high, right? If you go into a contract negotiation as an athlete, you always ask for the fucking, you ask for the, the whole shot, well, right? You're like, you know, give me the whole thing. And they're like, all right, calm down. And let's talk this oh, really rationally. And then you, you start. Yeah, but... <clears throat> no, no, no. Cause you do it. Like I offer you something that's rational and then you come back with the shop. It's like, no, no, no. we're already starting at rational. So, <laughs> That's true. If the per- that that's that's why sometimes I don't like asking for the shot because then, I mean, sometimes if someone offers me something ridiculous, I I just like shut them out and it's like I do like I don't, I don't even think I want to entertain you sometimes if <laughs> if like uh, you for Chubb for this ridiculous was, deal. Was ridiculous. So, um, no, yes, that's ridiculous. When- <laughs> oh, no, that I wasn't. That's not that, that is, ridiculous. That is, that is was, ridiculous. He was hurt. How hurt no. was he? <laughs> like two or three weeks before he was coming back. Yeah, no, it, like it yes, wasn't. And he's gonna and he's gonna insane. split work with Kareem Hunt. Look, look at Odell's numbers and look at Chubb's numbers when he's healthy. That yeah, is, but it's, it's, it's an opportunity, ridiculous. right? That's that's kind of like what we're like. <laughs> Nick, away. please, Yo, please. I was, I just wanted, going back to Nick's trade really I mean, quick. I, the only reason why I offered Mike Davis and Stafford for Lamar was just because he had to debate on whether he was gonna take a dub at his RB two position with uh, Justin Jackson being ruled out. So. There was like some incentive for him to get Mike Davis, who can get you like 15, 20 points, right? And yeah, like, would you be losing out with Lamar Jackson? Yeah, but like Mike's, I mean, Matt Stafford could like make up for that. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like you have to weigh that sense. Like you can't just weigh them individually. It was also the situation that Nick was in that that kind of let me like, you know, even propose that. So it was just something to think about. So. No, de- definitely. Like it's you got to think about your position because, like you know, a lot of people like to, the, a lot of people like to think like, oh, I drafted this guy in this third or second round, like he's worth that much. Like no, like as the season goes on and unfolds, That's you true. understand that players lose their value as opposed to what you drafted them at. Like obviously, if we were to redraft right now, I took the first quarterback off the board, I would have taken Russell Wilson or Mahomes. I should have taken one or, of them. I didn't. Or, or I went for the cra- the crazy yeah. upside of running. <laughs> um, Kyler or Murray. Kyler Murray, correct. So. You have to think about those things. So yes, Steven's right. Like like Lamar is not worth what Lamar was worth last year. And I thought about that. I did. But then I started looking towards like I told Steven, I go, dude, I don't need wins now. Like I don't need Lamar to be good right now because he's got a few rough games coming up. I think I can make the playoffs safely going two and two in the next four weeks. And that's enough for me to hold Lamar because Lamar's playoff schedule is actually very, very friendly to Lamar. Um, it's Cleveland, Jacksonville, Giants. I don't, so, do we do week seventeen for our fi- for our championship? So. I think. We, okay, not anymore. Okay, because I know last year we did. But so yeah, so so the first round, if I do get a bye, which is possible, because if I beat Imran this week, then we're tied at seven and three, or no, he's eight and one, or whatever he is, right? But yeah, so Jacksonville, New York Giants in the last two rounds of the playoffs. I think those are very favorable matchups. So. I'm not sleeping on the Giants, but the thing is, too, I project that both the Steelers and the Ravens players are actually going to have to play at the end of the season because they're going to be fighting each other for that that win of the division and the home field advantage for winning their division. So it's not going to be one of those years where a team who's just outright in first their division can kind of like play it cool at the end of the season. They're actually going to have to fight because they're going to want that home field advantage because if they see each other in the playoffs, like that's going to be a really, really crucial part to that matchup. 
All right. Um, so yeah, that's those are that's a great point, and I mean, I would assume that there's also some sentimental value with Lamar um, that you're probably still kind of holding on to. So, but at the end of the day, Steven, I know we kind of got off to a tangent. Deontay yeah, Johnson was yeah, that real. important to you um, to give a Deontay <laughs> Johnson <laughs> was Dude, I like fucking love Deontay Johnson, dude. He's just like super fast. He gets like a lot of fucking volume. Like what's the not to like about him? You know what I mean? Like he's, he's getting a 30% target share and I just thought, like, yo, dude, I'd, like, rather start him over, like, Jalen Rager this week against Cincy. So, and I thought, like, you know, Mike Davis, after that news came out again, it was just, like, a one-week thing. So, I was just like, yeah, just, I could lose out on Mike Davis and just get, like, a wide receiver two, wide receiver one, potentially. Kind of, like, I mean, Deontay Johnson's up there. Like, with his rank, he's, like, right there with, like, DJ Chark and... You know, some of these, like, elite guys. You know, he's just, like... I, I'm just, like, really into Deontay Johnson, dude. Huh? But you're stacked at wide receiver, dude. You're oh, but, I mean, you're receiver. you're saying this uh, thinking Steven's done trading. He's already got, like, four more trades I'm, in the work, probably. I would, I would trade. That, it just uh, kind of sucks because someone that I was going to trade, their game is going on right now, so it's probably not going to happen this week. But, um... But, yeah, I mean... I get to start Deontay for like two weeks straight, you know. So I think uh, I think it worked out for me. I'm pretty happy. I think okay. Nick's happy. He got his uh, backup. So, well, Nick, are you are you how uh, happy are you, I'm, Nick? Because uh, wait, before you go in, was that was this um like a negotiated deal back and forth, or was this a one deal? Steven sent this, and you were like, oh wow. So Ooh, no, so originally it was it was actually the same trade but for DJ Moore. Yeah, yeah, it was. Was that the initial trade? And just I'm at the gym just lifting weights, you know, normal shit, and all of a sudden Steven's like, "Hey, how do you feel about Deontay instead of DJ Moore?" And I'm just like, "Huh." I'm like, "Well, that's interesting." And, you know, like I t- took DJ Moore in the second round, well, the end of the second, uh, first to the third. So, you know, obviously I expected more of him, but I'm not holding him to that standard because he hasn't been that standard all season. So I value him and Deontay at about the same thing. I really expected Deontay and Metcalf to be my breakout players this season and just carry me to another championship because they're both awesome. Like they were both on pace to be crazy breakout candidates. Obviously Metcalf still is, but Deontay before getting hurt, and then the emergence of Chase Claypool kind of ruined that for him. Um, Deontay's ceiling is kind of capped for me. Um, only reason I jumped on it when he switched it to Deontay was because I want to see how DJ Moore does with CMC back. Obviously, we got a one-week sample against the Chiefs, but it was not great for DJ Moore. I feel like that as time goes on, though, they will start to use him more, or he'll at least be have more room to work with CMC out there on the field because he just creates so much havoc by being, you know, the player he is. So I like DJ Moore's upside, you know, barring injury to any of the other Pittsburgh Steelers receivers. Um, but yeah, no, I'm happy. You know, Mike Davis, he's gonna start for me this week, but I'm not. I I told Stephen because Stephen was asking for Zach Moss and stuff. I go, look, dude. I was like, I don't think. Mike Davis is permanent or long-term or anything like that. I was like, it's literally just an insurance policy that I would just like to have because I'm tired of not having him. 
like when CMC does get hurt. I don't think CMC's injury prone. I don't think this is a permanent thing for him. So I'm not concerned about longevity for it, but it is just going to be a little ease of mind for me to know I have him now. Yeah, well, you also got some interesting pieces uh, packaged with him. So, you know, I thought I thought it was uh, I thought you came out nice. So you came um, out nice. Solo, what do you think? Okay, so let me let me say this here. Like, I might call me a snitch or whatever, whatever. But I'm I'm calling <laughs> I'm calling Nick out right here. After all that shit, he was talking to me about Mike Davis mm-hmm. and his value. Guess who hit me up the same day Stephen hit me up for a trade? <laughs> Nick, Nick, Nicholas Santiago was in my DMs. I don't know. Tell us. Sending, sending, Please don't use my government name. No longer in the Air Force. Thank you. For Mike Davis. And my mouth, I was at work, saw the text. I said, my mouth dropped wide open. I said, I couldn't believe this hypocrite. <laughs> this guy, he killed me. Holding out to Mike Davis, trying to say he regained a little vet value, killed me for it. And then he sent me an offer, Mike Davis. And you know, the, the weird thing about it when I saw this trade was that offer was Mike Davis for Deontay Johnson, straight up. Wait, so, who was? No, no, wait, 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 hold up. Hold up, just straight up. So I saw this trade and I was confused. I was like, Nick offered me Deontay for Mike Davis straight up. How did Steven give up more players to get Deontay Johnson? I was confused. and I... So let me clear your confusion then. Steven's not asking for my firstborn child when I trade with him. So he's actually a reasonable but it person doesn't to matter. trade with. It, no. it, it matters <laughs> that you the, – the fact that you sent that trade means you were okay with giving up Mike Davis for Deontay regardless. Because if, if you weren't, you would have never sent that trade. So, I mean, yeah, Steven gave up more, but, I mean, I don't think – I think the trade is – it's it's fair on both sides. Um, Nick Nick probably doesn't have too much use for Deontay because he has Metcalf and more. Oh, use? I am more. Wait, hold up, Nick. You would have pulled the trigger if you – for Deontay, Mike, Mike Davis straight up? Um. I would have with Sola. I sent it to him to test the offer to kind of see how he wow. felt about Deontay because like Deontay's really? value has been like up and down. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I would have like full on like been like yeah like let's do it. But I definitely, I definitely was testing the waters. And I feel like if he said wow. yes, I might have just wow. said it just to get it over with. But yeah. So yeah, yeah. call that me. Would have been a you. gift for you, Sola. Yeah, but I. I mean, I did like your trade better, so I went with your trade. Yeah. I mean, I think I think everything worked out for the three of us then, right? Everybody. Yeah. No, I think I think I think everybody got what they needed. Steven gets early early players now that will help produce for his team and get him to the playoffs potentially. Sola gets a long term yeah. prodigy, and I get my insurance guy and potentially and potentially some upside with Damian Harris because he does look good. You know, he's a little injury prone at the moment. Can you the explain season, how, how Jalen Rager and, and Damian Harris came into the trade? Without you giving up anybody, can you just explain that? To me? Uh, so after Stephen offered for the Stafford and uh, whoever for Lamar and whatnot, he came back and said, "Actually, hey, how do you feel about Mike Davis and whoever for Zach Moss and uh, DJ Moore?" And, and I was like, "No," I was yeah. like, "It's a little bit too much." And he was like, "All right." 
and then he came back the next you know, like a little bit later and he was like okay he goes how do you feel about just more for these three and then i was like huh i was like that's intriguing let me think about it because i was in class and doing schoolwork and shit so i was like let me think about it and then i sent him or he then came to me like you know a few hours later he was like okay he goes how do you feel about deontay instead of more and I, that's where i was just like i was like all right like i'll pull the trigger on that that's yeah, I, I think it's interesting. I, I mean, when I, when I was going to talk, I was going to bring that point up, too. I was going to ask you if, if you would have settled for a little yeah. bit less. Because, Steven, I do think you slightly overpaid for him. But, I mean, if that's your guy, then it, it really doesn't matter <laughs> to me. Uh, um, yeah. It doesn't really matter in general because if that's your guy, that's your guy. Um, my The biggest thing that just sticks out to me is, like, like early, 10 minutes ago, you were talking about that trade, the, your first trade because of your running back situation. Now you need to make a change. And you're kind of no, like essentially now kind of I back there. Montgomery. I mean, I know you got the Chicago running back, but um, yeah, but now you're like, you're, who's, who's your plug in oh, second, you know, running back kind Cam of your back I to think kind of JK Dobbins? Or, I mean, you don't I even have Dobbins. After so. I traded Christian because I felt good about Cam Akers. Yes. Um, over Dobbins, and I just like I feel like Cam Akers could be an RB one, and just like surprise everyone. So I mean, if if not, I'll roll with mm. you know Latavius. Okay. It'll be fine. But yeah, I got I got Montgomery out of it, and I got like a potential wide receiver one. So yeah, I think you know Deontay's gonna be like Antonio Brown esque. You know, like we've seen like two receivers kind of ball out uh, on the Steelers in days past. So like I I feel Go pretty good Texas. about Deontay. You know, so I think my team overall has gotten better. Um, All right. Uh, I, I, I do, do agree with that. I, I love some Thank you, my man. Uh, so, sorry. So, okay. So, so interesting throw in for this this podcast. So, since I'm doing streaming this on Twitch, so we have like somewhat of a video feed for it. Yeah, I am. Oh, uh, somebody okay. is in my chat. Oh boy, Iso Uzi Vert sounds like Steven. <laughs> I thought it was Steven at first, but. Uh, he he has he said he's being offered yes, trade in his this. league and he Let's wants our this. opinion. Oh god. He said it's a ten man league. The trade the trade is he's being offered Kenyon Drake, Brandon Cooks, and DJ Moore for Ezekiel Elliott. So he's giving away Zeke for those three players. So wait, he's wait, giving he's giving away Zeke for Kenyon Drake, Brandon Cooks, and DJ Moore. Would be the trade. What's so his, his team, back? so his his his, his right back? now are he has Kareem and Austin Eckler, um he has Justin Jackson but he's hurt, uh and his wide receivers are Julio, Kenny Galladay and Deontay Johnson. What a monster! He says he also has. Well, ten team league, but you know, but but with Kareem Hunt, you know, losing some of his reps to Chubb coming back right this week, that. you know, it's, it's... does he have enough roster spots to take on all those guys? Dude, yeah, uh, I'm Julio sorry, That's a great question. Um, let's yeah, let, let's, well, let's, let's assume, assume he let's does. Assume he does. Let's just assume let's he does. Assume he does. Uh, Steven, I, I would hold Zeke. I'm gonna let you I take mean, this uh, first. I what do you think? Cowboys coming out of the bye. I think Dalton could be a little bit better. Uh, so he'll probably be on under center, and if not, like I think that other guy Gilbert is uh is gonna be all right. And like Zeke has volume, you know. Like so, I'm not too. I don't. I'm kind of. I'm not too crazy about Drake right now. I guess is what I'm saying. You know, like it doesn't sound like he really needs the other two guys, like in DJ Moore and 
Um, who's the other player that he? Oh, Brandon Cooks. Yeah, it's. I mean, Fuller Brandon is still Cooks. there. I would feel better about Cooks. Brandon or be Cooks. more interested in Cooks if like Fuller got hurt or something. But you can't bank on that. So, I mean, it's really you want Kenyon Drake, so, right? I would rather take Elliot. Just give me the volume. You know, I think. Yeah, go ahead. Well, so I mean, look look at look at Kenyon Drake when he uh you know he got hurt last week and uh, Edmonds got his first start. And he really didn't like well starting yeah, carries. He, he really didn't look that great. So I don't right, but I but that's what I'm saying. Like is that like because Drake was hurt? So I feel like w- even though Edmonds was there and he didn't do that great, means that when Drake is healthy, he is that guy. Like he is the number one guy. Like, he'll take back his spot from Edmonds. Like it's not like Edmonds is gonna like threaten taking his job anymore because he's kind of showed that he's really not a running back one. He's more of a complimentary back. Potentially, yes. Um, I mean, I I think I'll just give my take. I I think that's a monster deal. I'm not that high on Zeke um, right now. It's just since Dak went down, it just all came crumbling down. To Steven's point, I do think the buy may help, but... Uh, so, so he he right said now, that he would have to drop Damian Harris and Slayton yeah, I would probably or Ayuk to finish that trade. But I would, I would hold fine. Zeke for sure. Yeah, Slayton, I agree too. Um... You know, I think I think I'd take it. I think I'd take it and see if I could use these pieces to get a I different. I was just thinking the same um, thing. Running back. You you have a lot of receiver talent if you make this trade, my man, and like you could definitely make a big wide receiver move to get a different like a different running back. Wait, like a big splash. Like you can make a right. Big like splash if you threw now. like if you threw like Deontay Moore and you know somebody else like maybe even throw Eckler into the mix right like he's hurt but he'll come back so someone will want that prospect like throw two receivers and Eckler and go get like Duffy, fucking Duffy. I don't even know who's who's like disgusting I you mean be really you nah, wouldn't be able to get that ranking cook. above Elliot but Kamara a lot of people right now Kamara Dalvin Cook um who else we got Henry, like, like what's the difference the teams, between but... David Montgomery and Elliot <laughs> yeah Okay, stop it, please. No. <laughs> yeah. Talent. And so, Yo, but like, <laughs> I'm saying, yeah. like, that no, their, their situation is kind of it's similar, talent. like, two bad offenses, so to speak. You're kind of worried about, you know, touchdown equity between the two of them. But, like, volume is there, right? Like, you want to get Drake at 50 50. No, agree. The, the volume like, when is Drake there, comes back, like, even if Drake not, is healthy, even when Drake was healthy, he wasn't even volume. getting. Like 100% of the work. Like he was giving passing work to like Chase Edmonds. Like Chase Edmonds was there. So now that he's banged up, there's no fucking way in hell that Drake is going to get like 100% of the work like he did like last season. But you see, the thing, Stephen, the volume with Zeke eh. was beneficial when you had Dak airing it out. They had to kind of respect the pass and then also his receiving usage. Since Dak went down, he's not getting catching the ball at Small the same clip size. as he was. I mean, this is the, um, with, yo, guys, with, like, you think we're getting um, a little too out of topic because we're already at like fifty to fifty minute mark. All right, so, so let's vote. Let's vote. Do you think yeah. you should he should make the trade? Yes or no? So I vote no. Don't make the trade. I I vote. 
I'd, I go, yeah. I would I would feel out offers like I'd start saying to some other people be like hey if I gave you these receivers would you move you know so I'm looking at the running back list real fast right so above Montgomery the, to your point Stephen is Kamara Cook Henry James Robinson Elliot Todd Gurley Aaron Jones Mike Davis like, Clyde Edwards Hilaire Josh Jacobs Elliot or C-H. Um, Kareem Hunt James Conner Ronald Jones yeah, it's, it's, it's close, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, so I, I would, if I was, like I said, if I was him, I'd take the, tra- I would take those players you're potentially going to get and try and find a trade before making that first trade. Like try and see, feel out other people, see if they're willing to move some of these higher up players and then figure it out from there. So unfortunately we do have to move on though. Cause we have a ton of topics we got to get to. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Good luck, man. I'd say no. yeah. Go Texas. Um, Go Texas, yeah. man. So did you vote? Did you say Steven yes or no? Said, mostly. Yeah, keep Elliot. I don't I don't think Drake is like all that to worth. Yeah, so. Yeah. Okay. Um that was that was cool. Well tell him good luck. Um, you know, hopefully yes, it works out and keep us updated. That's uh, can I ask to, to Stephen real out. quick though? Um, um but let's move on how, to our next segment. Like, I what think was this the is top the... uh did who approached who in the the trade with Christian? Oh, I went up to Christian. I went up to basically except for Nick, because Nick reached out to me. But um, I went up to Christian and actually wait a second. Oh, I, I I maybe maybe as soon as I made the Mike Davis trade, I think Christian reached out to me and said, "Yo, swing." Oh, he asked for Montgomery. That's what it was. Yeah, Christian got like I... Montgomery from me too as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's what it was. <laughs> to me, I mean, it doesn't. All right, quickly. What Wait, to me or Steven? He didn't. He didn't really yeah. make an offer. He showed me his roster and to said, you, you. "Oh, uh, anyone can leave, but um, Diggs, Adams, and and who was his other good player?" Make Parker. Yeah, Mixon. So I said, Mixon. yeah, Mixon. I don't want anyone Mixon. else. <laughs> Mixon's not yeah, good. Yeah, but, but I told him I, I don't mean, want I mean, anyone Mixon else still on has his volume, team, though, so, so I said no. Damn. Um, all right, let's move on. Uh, so new, new, new segment we're going to do. We have a quarter of the season left, four weeks. We're going to make our playoff predictions. Um, I, I, I really didn't – I don't know how we're exactly going to do this. I don't think we should go one by one. I think maybe I'll start off with the current standings, um, the the seating right now, and then we'll give our take if you know they're going to make it or not. If if we think they're going to make it or not, or and who could replace them. Do you guys like that? Or do you guys have maybe a better method to do this? All right. So so let's just so let yeah. let's take out the teams that we feel like are just going to guarantee their playoff spot already. So let let's just knock out those teams, right? So. So I think Imran's All out. Right, so. I don't think Imran's Wait, out. Before, think before we one, do that, really we need to clarify he just with LeBron. He loses see, are we doing seven, six, or are we going to keep it the, as the eight that it shows? What do you mean? For playoff spots. Because I know you were saying something about emailing ESPN I'm about sorry? the buys. No, no, no. no um, all right, so this is a good topic. So if anyone didn't see that. Quickly, usually we have buys for the top two seeds, right? Except for maybe last uh, last couple of years when it was a, a odd number of teams making the playoffs. Um, but there's always usually either top seed or the top two seed gets a buy. For some reason, it's not allowing me to do that. Um, but the the eight teams aren't changing, so it's going to be the top the top eight teams. Uh, the only question is now is 
they're going to be any buys or not. And at this rate right now, unless ESPN gets back to me with a with a solution or something, cool. or if, if it was a bug, um, there won't be any buys for the first round as of right now. All right. Okay. So yeah, but top eight, top eight still makes it. Okay. So, so are we going to safely say that Imran, Sola, no. Christian, and myself are okay? Anybody for the who has six wins still, if they lose, no. Like the next two weeks, no. like rankings could be really different. I just I can't see me and Sola being with the most points for pretty much like me, him and Imran have all the same points for yeah, yeah. like, three, come on. There's still people who games, haven't even yeah. cracked a thousand yet. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, like how, is that? no, no, I, I think you, I'm, no, I'm, well, I'm, I think you, I think you Sola, uh, just based on your, your the talent and stuff, Sola's healthy back and you've been able to survive without CMC. So I'm not, I'm not worried about that. And with the trades you made, you have Mike Davis. So it doesn't matter now. Um, and Imran are good. So I'll put Christian um, not not good, even though he's six and three, because because his team. I said it to Stephen earlier, if Devontae Adams doesn't drop thirty to forty I points, like his team is very inconsistent and can lose very very it's easily. Like my kind of squad right there, like three monster receivers and then. Yo, <laughs> yo, that's kind of, so that's your kind of squad. Four and five. It could have been different, man. Yo, records don't mean anything. Okay, so so me, so me, Nick, and Emron are get locks, and nah, then and then then we'll course. go from there, right? Is that fine with everybody? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. So since we're on the topic now, we're gonna start it off with Christian's team, the number four, currently number four, sitting at six and three. Um, I I don't think he's a lock because honestly, like. I don't see the talent really on this team outside of Devonte Adams, um, who, like Nick said, has carried him, which is fine, right? That's why you take Devonte Adams. So this is not a knock. Like I'm honestly not knocking, um, Christian. I'm just saying, like, when I look at the team week to week, I don't feel confident. And if you look at Christian's success, his last two weeks, he has has had a nice last two weeks, which actually has been his best, um, like small stretch. In the, in the season so far um what what was the key to that and it's been ironically his two starting running backs being hurt and he's putting his the replacement in or another replacement running back that was starting because of injuries so now when those players get back like boston scott he's done he's gone right now sanders is back he still has giovanni bernard but when mixing comes back you're starting mixing like you were more, I was more, like I said it in the power rankings, it was a blessing in disguise because you're more, I was more confident with Giovanni <laughs> Bernard and Boston Scott as my starters opposed to Mark Ingram and Joe Mixon. So like when he starts putting back out his normal team, we might start, you know, it might be the same production he was getting out where he was, you know, putting out 90 points or low 100. That might not be enough. And when you look at his, his next four games, it's, Chris, I mean Ola. Ola probably won't be healthy, so that that's a that could be a win for him. And then he has Nick and Luigi, who has been getting healthy now with Michael Thomas and a couple other key pieces. So he doesn't have an easy stretch. So I could I could easily see him going one and three the end the end the season. So that's that's my take. I think I, I I'm not saying he's gonna drop out of the playoffs, but I think he could drop in okay, the seeding. So just for to sure just my I'm gonna be brief, but just to like uh, piggyback point. off that on a, a little with LeBron. Like I agree, I don't think Christian's talent is that good. If Damn. Diggs Adams, if Diggs and Adams doesn't go off, 
and like now Mixon, if he's healthy, like Christian has really a low ceiling in terms of um, points, like that his other players are gonna yeah. give him. So especially because he plays waiver wire QB, which I I never personally like people do, but I don't like that. But I the yeah, I know you do, Steve. I respect Christian for this. But yeah. So, Sola, I, I'm sorry to interject here. I just want to piggyback yeah. off of that. I do think the diamond in the rough there could be Tua. And if Tua performs to the level that maybe yeah. flashed no, no, last that's cool. week consistently, um, yeah. this is a whole different ball. I do. I, but, I um, agree. I don't think – I personally don't think – I think Tua as a rookie is not going to be as good week in and week out. So that's my concern there, um, especially because, you know, I feel like – He's still probably coming back from his injuries, so he's not like really at the point where he's gonna be like throwing like like crazy amount of yards and stuff unless they're down by a lot because their defense is good. So, but but I, I think like somebody said in the chat earlier this week, the magic number for making the playoffs is seven, and I can see Christian winning at least one of his next four games. So he'll get to that seven and he'll make the playoffs. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, it, obviously, like, I'm not expecting Devontae Adams to just fall off the face of the earth. Like, I expect him to be as good as he's been, if not, uh, well, I won't say better. I expect him to be 20-plus points a game every week, and, you know, that's very good from any player on your team. Uh, you know, Sola said Brown, it right. Yeah. Uh, was it Sola or you said Tua? So, so yeah, Tua, Tua is definitely the X factor for his squad. Um, definitely makes him more threatening as a team. Cause like I said, he just, <clears throat> he's been shopping around for players. I won't name names, but he's been shopping around to upgrade from Drew Locke, which I can't blame him. Um, and Tua is, you know, definitely a great replacement if he can do what he did last week against the Cardinals. So if that's the case, his team looks a lot scarier. You know, we make fun of Joe Mixon, but Joe Mixon still gets the work. And, you know, we saw him do it against Phil. He put up 40 points. So obviously he's, you know, with that workload, you know, a lot of people can do a lot of things and he's shown he can. So we'll see. We'll see. I, I think so. If the magic number is seven, like Sola said, I think he's yeah, good. I mean, Devontae I, I think Adams and Stefan Diggs, you know, two top five Steven? wide receivers in the league yeah. right now is no big deal. Like he's just stacked at wide receivers. So, I mean, yeah, honestly, his squad's kind of looking like mine. Like his RB2 is kind of questionable. Um, I think, kind of. Yeah, I mean, I mean, mixing is, I think, is is solid. You know well, what that's I mean? not playing. his RB two, Stephen. Wait, what? You said his RB two is kind of questionable. That, yeah, Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. I mean, yeah. I gotta start like Latavius Murray, fucking this week. So, I mean, it's kind of similar. Like two touchdown dependent. Like RBs are not gonna really get more than like fifteen carries. You know, so I think it's our teams are similar. I mean, yeah, I think Christian's gonna jump in. I'm not gonna. I don't really have too much to say. Well, okay. Well, I don't think the question is if he's gonna make the playoffs. I think we all said we think he's gonna be in the playoffs. It's a lock. Um, I I think Sol and I was kind of on the same page where he might not be at the the fourth seed. I think at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, he might be towards the lower of the pack but at, at where he's standing right now it, it'll be really hard for him to miss the playoffs so we think he's good 
So do you think he's kind of staying status quo? Do you think he's going to be good enough to tread water or maybe even improve his, his standing right now? Or do you think he's going to drop Steven? Um, I just want to see your, your outlook for him. Yeah, go ahead, Nick. All right. I, 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 just, well, just, yeah, I, I have the schedule. So, okay. Yeah, so he versus Chris this week. Uh, then he versus, uh, yeah, then he versus Ola, who's beat up. Then he yeah, versus Chris, B, Ola. And then he um, versus yeah, I mean, I think Luigi. This, it would be interesting to just really say who we think is not going to be in, right? Six teams rather than picking the the eight that we think are going to jump in. Like, we could just review the six. Um, well, I mean, that's why we asked at the outset, like, who do we think is going to go in for sure? But you kind of disagreed when we said Christian. <laughs> Oh, oh! You thought? Oh, you think Christian's not gonna make it? No, we thought yeah. he was going to. But... No, no, we do. Like we, we, we thought that me, Imran, Sola, and Christian, who are all six and three, and Imran's eight and one, were oh, just sure. in. Like we were just gonna say for the purpose of the segment yeah. that all four of those teams are in because it's really, it's statistically, we're probably not out. Like it. it no, it's yeah. fine though. It was a good, it was a good segment. I, I like that part. So moving forward now, do you got, you guys just want to pick who we think? So is well, let's not let, let's it? start with the bottom of the barrel. So you got Phil and James both sitting at two and seven. Naheem Hines just dropped twenty eight on James for Matt this week. So starting off rough for a Thursday night for James. But do they stand a chance? James Mathematically, stands, yes. But James let's get, let's get the opinions. Do they stand a chance? <laughs> James has a good team, and I've told him this multiple times. Just with his <laughs> luck this season, he doesn't stand a chance to make the playoffs, to be honest. Phil, I'd say no, he doesn't have a chance, but his team does look good. Yeah, I would say I don't think these two are going to make it. The, so, so for Phil, yeah, for Phil, it'd be rough because – you know, you look at the top of the leaderboard. Yeah. It's you know he he can only get to six wins, right? There's six, there's four weeks left. He can get to six wins, and there's already four teams who have six wins or more, and you know there's three teams at five wins. So that's already seven spots of the playoffs gone potentially to those seven teams. So he'd be fighting for that last spot, which would require teams like Steven and Luigi yeah. and Gibbs to basically only get two more wins. Not. Which is not not it's not impossible. Yeah, he, no, he, I, I mean, yeah, no one's chance, but mathematically, but like, be let's realistic. Do, do you think he's gonna hit him or Phil gonna make it? If he if he be if Phil beats you this week, Sola, I think he's got a good chance. Because he get he has Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey, and they're both on bye this week. So if he could win with them on bye, and then he gets them back for the rest of the season. I think he's got a decent chance to win out. Now, whether he makes the playoffs is a different story because all it takes is just Gabron winning three or Steven winning three or Luigi winning three. So, but I think that I think his toughest week is this week against you without his two best players. Okay, yeah, and fair. after I'm that, I think he's schedule. got a pretty decent yeah, shot that's... at winning out. Yeah, I agree. I agree with both. It'll be tough. Um, it's a shame, actually. You know, for James, his team is on paper and all season has been performing well it just hasn't hasn't been lucky um so uh i was hoping that maybe he could still be contending for that uh <clears throat> the most uh, points scored so he can get something back um because that's kind of the reason why that's in there now but that's looking slow for him too so it's just it's just been a, a rough season for him so um sorry james <laughs> uh so next up we're all in an agreement there. Next, uh, eleven and twelve is Matt and Al. 
Thoughts on that, Nick? Yo, good job, Al. Yeah, three wins in the season. We really didn't think you'd make it this far. You've bounced back tremendously. Whether whether it was pure luck from Steven giving you players or you actually you actually fleeced Steven in these trades, but you definitely improved your team through waiver wire and trades and you put yourself in a decent spot nah. to maybe snatch the eighth, the seventh seed in the playoffs. You know, it, it's the same it's the same with the bottom two, it's the same with James and Phil. It's gonna require, you know, the the four and five win teams losing out or going one and three or even two and two if he wins out. So he's got to start winning out. I believe he has a decently tough schedule um, because he versus Chris. Uh, Oh, no, that was last week. Sorry. Uh, Who does he versus? He versus, he versus Ola. Ola's beat up. He can beat Ola. Then he, then he, then he versus, that's a big win. It is a big win. Then he versus me and potentially we'll have CMC back for next week, which is rough. So, I would like to think that I could win. I think I'd win that one, but I mean, we'll see if, if CMC's not there, it'll be a closer matchup. Then he takes on Luigi, which is a huge matchup for both of them. They're both trying to make the playoffs. So that, that is a very, very tough matchup. And that's going to be a fun one to watch. Hopefully they, uh, they talk about it in the chat a little more. And then he gets the first <laughs> Phil. Maybe Phil will be a nice guy and he'll sit his whole team. So that way you can have a free win at the end now, but probably not because Phil's petty, but you know, um, what do you guys think? Yeah, I think, I think he's got a shot. What do you think, Steve? Do I think he's gonna make it? No. So that's that's really where I'm at. I mean, tough schedule. He's just gotta win out. And I mean he's like towards the bottom in points four. So even if he ties records, I think he's just gonna get booted out, like you know, by default. So it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. So he's definitely just gotta win the next four weeks for him to even have a shot. Kinda like the other two on the bottom, so like it's just it's tough. But it could happen, so um, you know, just good luck to them. Well, out of, question now: out of those three and six teams, uh, I don't Madden, know. I, Al, I, I who really do you think like will have a better Taylor, shot dude. at making the playoffs? I think he's gonna like come back, like he's gonna get his shot. I mean, I haven't been watching this game, which yeah, Taylor has been doing nothing. So yeah, but Name his schedule points, is really so. good. And I think, like, game script, like, Taylor will be able to get his. So, like, I kind of really like that. I mean, he's going to get at CEH back. He's got, like, really good receiver. He's got he's going to get Calvin Ridley back soon. He picked up I Jacoby probably... Myers. Jacoby Myers has, like, a fucking monster target share. He has, like, a 40% fucking target share, which is, like, ridiculous. Like, I can't – it's, Let like me... – it's, 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 it's stupid. Yeah. Well, that yeah. Well, let, let me read yeah, you Matt's schedule to finish out the season. Uh, so it's looking good for him against James. 30, right? points, he got 30 from points from oh Hines. So right. we'll say he wins this week, right? <laughs> Obviously nothing's guaranteed, but let's say he wins. He got like 27 or 28. But yeah. So let's say he wins this week, right? We'll, we'll tough, estimate yeah. he wins. He then takes on Sola next week, which is a tough matchup. Tough. The week after that, he takes on you. Yeah, tough matchup. And then the week sure. after but that, I mean... he takes on Imran. Those are those are three tough matchups in a row. So All right, he's let's gotta keep it win a block out. List. He has so we, to. Let's, and let, and realistically, I can't see him winning out. Uh, Al has a better shot. Let's let's just keep the block. Schedule. True. Just Look, by schedule, schedule I, I, I give Al the, Al head, the, the nod in schedule. I don't know about team though. Yeah. Like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think Matt's um, team I mean, is Matt, Matt like, has Chase some Edmonds some is going to good, be like really splitting carries when Drake is back. James team. Robinson is losing passing down work, so he's not getting like the catches. Says who? 
<laughs> Steven, where do you get these from? Why is he losing? Look at the number. As soon as Chris Thompson came back, James Robinson didn't get any fucking looks in the passing game. And he and fucking, what's his face? Chris Thompson was running all two-minute drills. So James Robinson wasn't even out there like in, on the last two minutes. So, like, you know, whenever I, when I traded James Robinson and Rojo, like, I was anticipating, like, you know, once Chris Thompson gets back, they're probably not going to throw to James Robinson. I don't think they really want to opt to throw to James Robinson. They just didn't have a choice. So, like, again, these his, his, his like, value of, like, players is kind of going down. Like, Judy's kind of hurt a little bit. Though. Banged up. Jarvis is banged up. Ebron's, like, the fourth ancillary fucking, like, option on the Steelers. Like, Kirk Cousins, like, shaky. I mean, he's got Mike Evans, you know, but I think Matt's squad is bigger, like better, even though like his schedule is tougher. Like, I, I don't know. I just have more problems with Al's team. I'm a little worried about Al. No Chase Edmonds. Like, if if Drake was out, I'd feel better about um his team. But it's okay. It's 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 a little scary. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I don't know if I agree with a lot of uh, the, the James Robinson talk, but I think Matt maybe has a little bit more of a higher ceiling uh, fantasy-wise with these players. But, yeah, I don't think either has a shot um, realistically to make let, the let, let's get to the Let's get to the fun part. The two teams who are in this podcast Ooh. with us at the four and five mark. We have Steven, Gabron, and Luigi. <laughs> yeah, so... So, so guys, before if if there is a team there that you think will go in to make this work, you have to tell me the team you think will re- they will they will replace. So, for instance, if you think Lou's gonna make the playoffs, you have to say um, he's gonna take Steven's spot or right, so Ola's spot or Bench's spot, and so forth. I'm gonna jump in, right, and I'm gonna take Ola's spot. Well, like, you're already in. Oh. That's weird. Technically, you have the most points for at F. Oh no! Yeah, 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 you have the most points for. Yes, yeah, so you at, want me to pick uh, four and five. Ooh, so you are in the eight seed right now. And, and Lou. So you, so you, so you think you'll. So, so let's say you think. Okay, so if yeah. you're taking Ola's spot, right? You think you're gonna beat Ola out. You think you're gonna finish better than him. No, so Ola, I think Ola's Lou and Gibbs. He's who's taking like, Ola's spot, or is Ola gonna, gonna keep his spot? Else. I don't so think. out of Luigi and Gabron, who's gonna take that spot? Uh, yeah. Or I is it gonna be Matt in, or Al? I think Matt's gonna slide. I don't think Gabron's gonna make it. To be honest, like I know he's getting his like players back, but like his receiver is like a little scary. Okay. And like Chubb, Chubb is gonna be like like Bell is like eh. Chubb is like, eh, what? you know what I'm saying? Like, they're splitting work. Yeah, I mean, you don't know how much work he's going to get. Like, Kareem Hunt's been doing his thing. Like, Chubb I mean, is eh? they'll split. They're still, running, they're still a running team. Yeah, no, I Forget get that. Bell. I get it, I get Miles it, Sanders I do. Too. It's just it's Chubb like, and Sanders for Gibbs. What's his schedule yeah, looking like? Bell, 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 just just at, a, at a first glance, I don't know what anyone, any, everyone's schedule, but... He, he's playing Bans Deep this week. That's, that's James Yeah. James next week. I'm after, easy, and then easy he ends w. with you. Yeah, I mean, two for two, right? I mean, where's he at with points four, like, at the bottom? So I think, again, like, if – I think Gibbs is going to be kind of in the middle of everyone with, like, maybe six or 
five, six, seven wins, but still he's going to tie with someone. He's going to lose by points four. So I think Gibbs might fall out, right, with Ola. That's just that's just my opinion. Like, I, I just want to say, based on the yeah, segment and looking at it, it now, really the points four is going to come in crazy this playoff bracket. Yeah, like, it it's going to mean a lot. Play Points four is meaning a lot this playoff bracket. That's all I'm going to say. So the who yeah. who did you he, say he Matt, jump in? Is it Matt take the spot? <laughs> Interesting. Some brotherly love. Okay. Well, we know that's that's not going to happen um, unless if you hook him up with some more players again. I'm, since since I you know I was kind of brought up and involved in this, I'm going to jump in. Um, I agree 100. Ola's my pick to come out um, of the of the playoffs. And before these trades, it was Steven. Um, I was never high on Steven's team. Um, the ta- I'm, the, I'm sorry, the, like, really the talent really wasn't there fantasy-wise. Um, and a lot of your wins came in extremely close, low-scoring affairs. Um, so, I don't know. You know what? Since I, I don't know off the top of my head, I'm just going to go with what I was going to go with before these trades. Steven's going to be the other team that drops out of the playoffs. Um don't think it's going to work out for him. And I think me and Lou are actually going to jump into this spot. I think I'm jumping into the playoffs. Um, you know, I just, th- my team, unfortunately, has been hurt all year, every probably single person on this team. But I think now's the time. I have Miles Sanders back. I have Chubb back. They're going to give me their, their usual role, you know, RB1, RB2 territory, high RB2 territory. I got Kyler Murray playing at a high, the highest level. Um, you could possibly play at as a QB. Um, and then my wide receivers, you know, you are right. That is my weak spot a bit, but I have Brandon Cooks in as kind of my reliable wide receiver that I can count on every week, giving me solid production. And Justin Jefferson is going to be that X factor for me. Uh, that's going to be the boomer bus guy for me. And I'm hoping I get Debo Samuel and Lazard, a combination of one of them back. And either either of those players are going to be huge fantasy plays. Um, and I think that will be enough for me to take it over the top. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> oh shit, I see, I see, uh, Ban already has twenty points on me. That's not good. But I have Ban, James, Sola, and Actually, you know what? I think it's going to come down. I'm going to call it right now. It's going to come down to this last week for for a playoff spot between me and Steven. And I'm going to beat Steven. Well, so I got good news for you. I don't know if you realize, but Banshee has Tan Hill and Derrick Henry who are combining for 20 points right now. So I think you're in a, yeah, oh, I think you're in a really great me. spot great right now to start. That's all I'm <laughs> saying. But yeah, no, I mean the biggest the biggest thing right now is actually the matchup this week between Steven and Lou. Um, I I I think I agree with you guys. I think Ola's team it will fall out, but obviously always potential. He could stay. I'm not going to count him out. He's got Russell Wilson and Russell Wilson's cooking. Um. Although he didn't take any of the receivers to go with Russell Wilson. That would have been very, very good for him to have. But so Lou and Steven play this week. And I think the winner of that is going to be a huge, huge boost to take one of those spots. So I think that whoever wins that matchup this week between Steven and Lou will take the seventh seed from Ola. And if it's Steven who wins it, I think Lou's going to take the eighth spot. And if it's Lou that wins... I think Gibbs takes the eighth spot from Steven. So you kind of leave it out. or not. All right. That's interesting. <laughs> All right, Sola. 
Yeah. Uh, only only if you lose this week. Losing this week's yeah. losing this week's rough for you. Because you have you have a tough schedule. Alright, Lou, do your thing, boy. Lou, do your oh, thing. Also, also, you two, you two play yep. each other the last week of the season. Oh, That's yeah. a big game. Now you and Gibbs. No. No, that's what I said. I'm, I called oh, it. God. It's going to come down to last week, okay. and I'm so, going to beat Steven and take, uh, take <laughs> a player spot. I got some good matchups. Week 14. Yeah. So I'm going to have Go ahead, Polo. What were you saying? I've, I've been hearing that say, all, all right, so off the know. bat, you know, the teams in contention is just ahead, really, you know, Gabron. Um, wait, hold up. So no one talked about Chris's team. So we all. So I assume we think Chris is going to make the playoffs. Uh, well, we we were on the four and five teams. So we haven't gotten to the five okay. and four teams, all right. except for Ola. Ola's been thrown in there because we just all think he's going to fall oh, out. You know, I'm a yeah. throw. But I'm, a, but Chris and, I'm and having the, a little faith in my brother's team. You know, I, I think that he could hang on to his playoff spot. Um, obviously, I think it depends on whether Eckler will come back next week. Because, I mean, he needs he needs him and Drake to come back within these next week. He needs both of them back, you know, in order to unleash his really full potential. So I think that if they come back within this next week, he will hold on to his spot. Um, unfortunately, I do not think. Hey, go ahead. Solo. I don't think Steve. I don't think Steven's <laughs> gonna be able to hold on to his spot. To be honest, I don't think Steven's gonna be able to hold on to his spot. <laughs> I don't and... think you want me to hold on to his spot. I think that's that's what's going on here. <laughs> no, I, no, I said, bro. I... <laughs> I don't want I mean, look, to, be, to look, be in the fear, playoffs. Fear is a reason Chubb people don't Sanders want you to win. Like, I, like, look. But I, I think that if they are healthy this week, I mean, I think he has a good shot to to steal that last um, spot over Luigi. So, I mean, that. You know, so you yeah. brought up an interesting point. Um Chris and Banshee aren't safe. And I think Chris is like kind of on the Rockies terms. He's lost three in a row. He's got a matchup against Christian, Banshee, Deep, um, James and you. To end the season out, um, he's been banged up. He's not going to get Gaskin back for, I think, another week or two, another two weeks at a minimum. And that's big for him. Um, you know, yeah. it could that, be really I mean, possible that, that that's true. He, Chris is out of the playoffs. When the time comes, I, I I don't think so. I think I think it's if seven's the magic number we talked about, right? Um, which which it is. I was looking at it before. It, for for people with good points, four it is the magic number because unless my entire team just decides to have a stroke, um, even if I don't win a sing, if I win one more game and then go three losses in a row, you guys can't. The lowest win total in the playoffs will be seven wins, and I have the most points for. And like I said, unless I score zero every week, I should stay ahead of, of points for, and I'll, I'll make it in on a tie break. But well, the, the conversation. No, 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 about I know you. I'm saying so. So for Chris, he's got points for. Like he's up there. He's over a thousand fifty, right? And and some of you guys are still chilling in the nine hundreds. So this week he takes on. I just looked at it. He takes on Christian, which I can see him losing that. But next week he gets Banshee, which is very winnable, and the week after that he gets uh, James, 
which we're just going to consider that a win because the team will his team will put up 200 because he's versing James. James, I got some defensive coordinators in my phone book. If you want to talk to me, you know, just give me a phone call. We'll set you up with a defensive coordinator for next year. Um, and then he takes on uh, he takes on Solo, which he could lose. But if he wins against James and against Banshee, which are very winnable, and he could win this week against Christian, depending on how Adams and, and Diggs do, he gets his seven wins. And he has the points for. And I think he holds his spot. I think he, I don't, I, I would not fear Chris falling out of the playoffs. I know he's on a three loss streak, but I think with the yeah, points for and falls the decent out schedule, I also don't I think, think he finishes out at seven falls wins. out either. I think him getting all those wins, five wins early, helped him, you know, not because if he was out of the playoffs, I wouldn't say he would get in, but I think he can hold on to his, his seed, his spot. So my question really comes down to whether I think my brother would fall out or Steven. And I think it's more likely Steven falls out than my brother. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're, you have one lower, you have one less win. So, I yeah, mean, but I have a better team. Yeah, but it, but, but it's still, I, but it's wise too. Nah, dude. Like, I don't think you understand how banged when, up. When, all when not healthy. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, if they come back, if if they don't come back, then right, he, obviously, yeah, said if they you come have back a better shot. Week. But I mean, Eckler. They said he would be out four to six weeks. They, and this coming week is six, and he's yeah, still. Dude, I don't know. I, there's been no talk about Eckler. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I was, I was just about to say Eckler. It's been really cold on Eckler's front. Like, there's... I I will say this for for Ola's sake is that Banshee's spot is definitely not safe. Okay, so as we just said, he only has twenty points from his quarterback and his first round pick of Derrick Henry, right? So that's twenty points against Gibbs, who just got Chubb back in his lineup. So I think Gibbs is a really good shot to win this week. Then next week he versus <clears throat> he versus Chris. If he loses that matchup, that's two in a row, right? Now we go down to the second to last week. He's taking on Ola, who could be healthy. Could. Maybe not Eckler, yeah. but Kenyon Drake should be back. Kenyon Drake might be back this week. Kenyon Drake will definitely be back by then, which gives Ola a decent chance to verse Banshee at a decent strength. Even if he wins that, even if Banshee wins that, that puts him at six and six. And then the last week he versus oh, regardless, me, you had my most data, likely so have CMC matter. back by then. Which is not bode well for Banshee. Yeah. Well, right. So, but but yeah. CMC is like thirty points. Mike Davis is twenty. So it, the the upside of CMC is way higher. So I'd rather have CMC. Obviously, and everyone else would. But so he's got a tough schedule. Banshee does not have an easy route yep. to the playoffs. He's got to win two, and I realistically only see him beating Ola easily. Right? Like he, yeah, if, okay. if Ola's not healthy. okay. But look at so this. Banshee Steven, is not safe. Did you see your schedule? So you play Luigi, who has been having a surging team. I could win recently. Phil's team looks really good these last couple weeks. I could win. I mean, obviously, anyone can win any game. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like these are you're going against hot teams the next couple weeks. You get then you have Matt. And I think you that's I think you can beat that easily. But I could win. <laughs> I'm, I'm not high on Matt's team. And then you. Come and then you're playing Gabron, who's I'm definitely gonna win, should, man. Who should I be? I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna get in there, dude. <laughs> like, I mean, I think I saw the so the top. To, I'm just saying, like, your schedule is tough. Like, if you compare your schedule to my brother's schedule, I think you have a harder schedule. Yeah. 
you definitely have a more impactful matchups in your schedule, like because you versus Lou and you versus Gibbs. Like so, Ola's not really versing anybody. He's yeah, like, like I might for be his playoff spot playoffs where you're versing two, two people wins, who are clawing at that eight seed. I'll secure it with three for sure. And I mean, uh, yeah, tough matchups, but I think I could really like go up against these teams. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's just like with the stuff going on with like Gibbs, Ola, and like Banshee's team. I think those are the three teams I think I'm gonna count to like drop out of playoffs, along with like the bottom, the other bottom four that we mentioned. Yeah, it's yeah, hard. Yeah. You see, the thing is, guys, like it, it's so bunched up. We keep, we, we keep, we keep saying like seven wins. Oh, we get seven wins, but like, just take for instance, you know, say Banshee loses, he's at five and five. I forgot who Chris is facing. Oh, Chris is facing Christian, so he can, if he loses, he goes five and five. And then uh, Steve is playing Lou, uh, so that's a big, big game, like Nick said. But say. Say, you know, you're at five and five, Steven, and if I win um, because the Banshee lost and I'm at five and five, like that's a whole mosh pit right there. Like we're all <laughs> we're we're all five and five. The number five seed is at five and five, which is, you know, the middle of the pack. Like there's a lot of movement there. There's a lot of movement. Um, you know, I don't think, you know, we kind of counted out automatically, like we said, Chris and and um, Banshee, but. Like one of those teams yeah. could very well. Well, we said think, seven you know, was the magic number, so it's like playoffs. I if think, you get to seven, um, honestly, you're guaranteed there. a spot. If any yeah, that's, of that's teams, they're guaranteed a spot. So, like, obviously, uh, most some of y'all might not so, get to yeah, seven so, wins, but if you get to seven, like if you're four and five and you get to seven, you you get you're getting it. Yeah. Just like I think if Matt or or Al can bring off four straight. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. That's a maybe because, like, we're so bunched up. And obviously, it plays how the schedule plays out with these people. But, like, it could be possible that you're seven wins and you're out of well, the Well, it could be, but not for the people who have a lot of points for. That's that's what – so the magic number for me, Sola and Imran and people who are up in the points for, so Chris and Ban- – even Banshee, if you know, just scores consistently because – the only people who can probably, get the seven wins, right, is you know we'll say that Al and Matt don't win out, right? We said that they're probably not going to win out, and then exactly. and, and you guys need to get three out of four, but yeah. you guys verse each other at four wins, right? You versus Lou and exactly. Steven versus Lou and you versus Steven. so none of you, not all of you, can get the seven wins. Like only one of you can get there, which means that's the eighth seed. It's whoever of between you three gets the seven wins first, unless somebody above you. Just goes zero and four or one and three. Then you know Banshee or Chris will only get the six wins at one and three. But for the most part, if you have good points for seven wins, is a pretty solid. You're in the playoffs. Also, like it's probably above a ninety percent probability. Some of those teams you're in the playoffs based, at seven um, wins with high points um, for Chris and and Banshee too. So they might not even get. They're not even. They could probably not even get to seven wins. So if like if they don't get to seven wins, they're not locked. They're not guaranteed. They go zero and zero and four. Or one and one and three, they could still fall out. Yeah. I mean... No, for it sure. Is. That's what I was just trying to trying to say. And also for the points for four weeks is a lot of weeks, boys. 
A lot of a lot can change, as we saw from last podcast to this podcast. That was only two weeks, and a lot has changed. So, um, you know, there, there's not a, there's not wide margins for the most part for like these bottom teams fighting for the spot. You know, um, Luigi's only has uh, less than twenty points than me. Um, Steven's only above us by. She's only above Lou by 30 points, 50 points by me. That could be that could be a week or two's swing. And um, Ola is, you know, Ola has less than Steven. So it's going to be interesting. And Sola, and, I mean, uh, Chris and Banshee are really close at three points apart. So that, that could be a, a huge factor too. So, um, yeah, a lot of football to be played though. So a lot can change in, in a week or two. All right, so that I mean that pretty much wraps it up. Um, you know, we we don't have enough time to do our picks or to do Nick's segment, but I thought this was fun, and maybe in like another two weeks, um, we can check in 